0: back to real dudes podcast i'm your host carrington and i'm here with uh i shouldn't say a very special guest because he's been on the show before you know him you love him i know i do because he's my own brother it's donovan hey how's it going everybody you know donovan it's been a while since you've been on the show you know i know you've been a busy guy but how you been even though you live next door i know how you've been personally (laughs) (laughs) i've been pretty good just busy 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 I know you have, but you've been busy
1: in the gaming uh, world as well, have you not? I have, yeah, very busy. Um, yeah, I just got a VR headset. So, been really busy with gaming as a recent. I know, I know. And
0: I know that it's not an easy buy in because you bought a gaming laptop because yes. you needed an upgrade anyway. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons you got the gaming laptop in the first place was so you could play VR. Partly. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So how's it been, man? How has the VR been for
1: you? How's it treating you? It's uh, treating me pretty well. Yesterday was kind of a up and down day. uh Oh, because the just some of the servers that I for the apps that I use kept going in and out. But overall, it's been pretty good. A A little rocky at first, but it's pretty good. Now, let's let's
0: get started real quick. Let's let's take it. Let's take it back to which VR headset did you
1: end up choosing with and go with? I wound up choosing the Oculus Quest, funny enough. Uh, I got the Oculus Rift, but uh, because my HDMI port didn't plug directly into the graphics card and it was just going to the onboard or the integrated uh, graphics card, it, uh, it wouldn't work with the Rift. Uh, everything else worked. Like the the controllers were picked up. I could you know draw the the boundary and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, as the headset, it just wouldn't work. So I had to go with the the Quest. After I figured out that you could link your Steam games and uh, Oculus Rift games to the Quest.
0: Yeah, so can you talk about that a little bit because I know I've seen a ton of videos about this kind of stuff and you have to kind of dig deep to even find someone talking about it. And I don't you don't have to dig super deep, but I mean it's how do you have it set up like that because that was something that took me a second to kind of figure things out cuz you don't know, yeah. <laughs> so the quest is completely wireless, completely wireless and it's great. However, comma it does have an $80 cord. You can buy took up to your laptop to do that kind of stuff, but you don't have that cord. Yeah. One, because it's sold out. Two, because it's
1: $80. And three for, yeah, never mind. Not the three part. I All my ports are like USB 3.0, mm-hmm. but I got an off-brand uh, cord just to plug into the Quest into my computer. And Oculus doesn't even recognize it as a 3.0 uh, USB port. It always says that it's a 2.0 and I've checked the ports and everything. It's 3.0. So, yeah, it's a very hit or miss. And in the community, the VR community knows this with the Quest. It's very hit or miss if you go off brand with that Oculus Link cord that you want. So that's kind of a a bummer. But, you know, it was a small investment anyway.
0: Right. So how do you do that then? Uh, For everyone out there that's curious, how do you set it up then? the fact that you can actually play your Steam-capable VR games with the headset, even though Steam is not built into the headset itself.
1: Yes, So uh, there are a couple of videos on YouTube that kind of walk you through it. I can't remember who it was that I followed, uh, but basically you sideload the Quest, and that takes a little bit of finagling. You got to download a few things. You got to load on some apps onto the Quest, but you have to plug your Quest into your laptop, where your computer, your tower, whichever you have. And once you sideload it and get that all set up, uh, you then need to buy the VR desktop on your Oculus Quest. And then from there, you can basically just remote into, um, goodness, you can remote into your desktop. And the app actually has it to where you can just uh, push a button that says Launch Steam in VR, and it does it for mm-hmm. you. And it just loads SteamVR for you. And you can choose your games from there. And you can do that, it wirelessly. So that's, that's a good plus. Yeah, Oh, of course, because I've played it. And I know how it
0: works because you've explained it to me. But I'm just making sure that you can relay this to the people that are listening out there who may be interested in this stuff. Now, was the app expensive? Because remember, your, your choice at this point is either get this app or get a cable that's $80 or get the off-brand cable that may or may not work.
1: Right, yeah. So the app, the VR desktop app is like 20 bucks. Okay, so and that's not it. really that bad.
0: Yeah, if you're already spending four-ish hundred bucks on a headset, you can finagle an extra 20 to basically play your VR capable games that you have on Steam.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's pretty seamless from there. I've had very little problems with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that you will need to make sure that your tower or your laptop is wired directly into the router for the best and stable connection. Uh, cuz it does yes. matter if, for yes. the the transfer rate cuz you are streaming you're basically streaming a VR game to your Oculus Quest so you need and a pretty you good you also had
0: to upgrade your router to make it sure yeah. it could handle the the bandwidth yeah. that, uh, that you were now stressing <laughs> on yeah. your own network
1: yeah the the previous router i had was about half the speed and power that, of the one i have now and i could still play uh, all the games okay like they weren't unplayable but there's some noticeable hiccups and lag in there and when oh, i upgraded yeah. uh it's minimal like you can hardly tell it's pretty yeah it's pretty I, I can i can attest
0: to that because i got to play New, no man's sky before the router upgrade i mean and it worked but it was very it was choppy and i know your laptop wasn't the one that was chugging at all And then after after you upgrade,
1: things were a lot better. Yeah. And I've also, yeah, it's, it's a lot better. I will say though, uh, one limitation I do have right now, as of recently Mm -hmm. is I need to have a good line of sight from the quest to the router to get Mm -hmm. like seamless performance. And when I mean seamless, I mean like you can't tell because if I'm downstairs Oh, I can tell. It's it's pretty blatant. Uh, some games it's unplayable if I'm downstairs. Uh, no Man's Sky for some reason, even though it mm-hmm. it, it requires a lot, mm-hmm. um, it's it's not that bad if I'm in a different room. Uh, but for games like H3VR, Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades, I do have to have line of sight or else I get some, some pretty noticeable lag. And I don't know why, because that game doesn't require much computing power whatsoever
0: who knows Things because it's on the these days.
1: computers have a mind of their own <laughs> yeah and when it
0: comes to networking it's it's complicated it's so complicated Very. don't ask me why i went to college for that kind of stuff anyway complicated
1: but other than that it's it's actually really nice I mean, yeah so you know, the wireless part is really nice
0: i mean i know the world right now as far as the VR community is concerned, is Head Over Heels over Half-Life Alex. I know that's not a game that you own or are playing right now, so if you were to suggest someone saying, hey, someone came up to you, hey, Donovan, I uh, was thinking about getting v- VR, what do you suggest I get to kind of get into it?
1: Well, yeah, that's a big question. It is a big um, question. I'll say it this way. If you like fight simulators of any sort, I would recommend the IL2 Stromovic series, the newer ones like Battle of Stalingrad, Battle of a uh Battle for Bodenplatte, one of those. Uh, you will not be disappointed whatsoever, whatsoever, if you like Flight Sims. Uh, if you want sci fi, uh, No Man's Sky is a must. I don't care what you think about the game from the past five years, four years that has been released. Uh, get No Man's Sky in VR. You will change your mind on what that game is all about, especially now. Uh, so I can no attest to that. Great. Yeah. No Man's Sky is amazing. Like after playing it in VR, I cannot go back to just playing it with a mouse and keyboard. It's impossible. It's just that good. Um, and see, and then one that's kind of hard to get into a little bit is H3 VR. Hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades—that's a good one. If you be like shooters, uh, in general, that's a good one. Most people complain that uh, there aren't human targets, but it's—it's it's a lot of fun regardless. It's kind—it—it of, it reminds me of like Time Splitters too. Mm-hmm. Like, just a, a Saturday or Sunday, like have a good time. It doesn't doesn't really matter what's going on. You, you're gonna have a good time. <laughs> So fair th- enough. Fair those are my top three recommendations right there. So flight sims, sci-fi and shooters. Those are good ones. Um, I have done like some workout apps in VR and that those are actually really good, especially box VR. That's a really good one. If you want to just get your heart rate up and start sweating a, a little bit, try to burn some calories. That's really great. If you want to work out, uh, I didn't even know that was an option, but <laughs> It, it, it works you now. yeah i was skeptical i was skeptical but it works and it works well
0: uh there's that especially I mean, since we're all in quarantine i mean I gotta, gotta get your in, in somehow
1: yeah i gotta stay in shape for this for the spring and summer <laughs> 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 if we ever get those <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's so, so those are some good starting points and then up to personal preference from there
0: I, I, I can't
1: complain. I've only played No
0: Man's Sky. I've watched you play H3 VR. Um, and actually, as a matter of fact, every Wednesday, you are streaming H3 VR.
1: Yes, every Wednesday, I will be streaming H3 VR. Uh, just as a fun little thing. Uh, I saw a guy on YouTube play it, and it looked really fun. I was kind of struggling to find some VR games to play, and I picked it up. And it's, it's actually really fun. Uh, it's...
0: It- I will say too, like, because it can be hard sometimes to watch someone play VR, Mm -hmm. um, depending on the game. (laughs) H3VR is just fun to watch. It's just downright fun to watch. And it makes me, it puts a smile on my face every time I watch you
1: play it. And it's, I don't know what to say. It's just fun to watch. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it. Uh, I've watched some streamers play, and it's just a a good time to watch. It's really fun. Uh, Just watching them get through problems. And, <laughs> and succeed. It's really, I don't know. There's something about that game. Something about Anton's game that just reminds me of the the old times of games. Just like the one game you would play every single Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Rock Band. I mean, you just play. That's what we did with Rock Band. Yeah, just play every Saturday afternoon from noon till till the sun went down. It was just it was just one of those games. Doesn't matter. If you're doing the same thing over and over again, it's just as mm-hmm. fun the next time. <laughs> I don't
0: know what it is about certain games like that, because I was uh, in our last episode, I was talking about Fancy Star Online 2. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to kind of introduce people to it, I'm like, I don't know how to how to really describe it, except it's just the game I, that me and my siblings played for hours on end. And it's just the same loop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the first game that uh, i really grinded for. And it was fun. Yeah, it was Especially fun. And friends. And I'm I'm in that grind again with Fancy Starline 2,
0: which I know you'll join once it comes out on PC. Yeah, maybe once it hits PC. But anyway, um, yeah, horseshoes. No Dogs,
1: horseshoes and hand grenades.
0: Thank you very much. Yeah, H yeah. three VR. Um, yeah, I just wanted to get you to to just talk about your your game experience in VR. I mean, what if you could walk away with one because I like I said, I've played No Man's Sky and just I said it briefly, and I'm like, the only way I can describe it is just, even though you know it's a game, and it, it doesn't look hyper-realistic, there's something mm-hmm. about experiencing it in VR that's just this wow
1: factor that's hard to nail down or put into words. It is because at first, I was one of those people who thought that VR was pretty much a gimmick. like People would get VR, but there, there weren't really games for it. If you Mm -hmm. know what I mean, like most people know that VR doesn't really have a platform for gaming stuff. It's just like you have a 10 or 20 minute, 30 minute experience and it's mostly linear. And then that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have Vader Immortal, which I mean, those Star Wars, the Vader Immortal Star Wars games, they're excellent. It's a great story. It is awesome. However, it is not like a Jedi Fallen Order type game. If if you kinda get where I com- I'm coming from. It's right. not a fully fledged game. It's more of an experience. Uh but I totally forgot what I was talking about because I started to think about Star Wars. But uh <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> but yeah. Uh just experience. Yeah, it's weird when you experience stuff in there. Uh like and I've played like when I first played, that's what it was gimmick, right? Uh right. and my first experience was my, our neighbor. Uh, he had a VR headset. He had an Oculus Rift. Uh, bought it like about a year after it dropped and went over to his house and played it. And I was, I was impressed. You know, I played, a, there was a game called Robo Recall, which was great, like an archi- arcade-style game. Uh, I played Star Trek Bridge Commander, which was all right. I, I really liked that. But it was just kind of, you um, know, just like a, a small little thing. It felt more like a demo than it did a game. So I was one of those people that was like, oh, yeah, VR is a gimmick. It'll come and go. And then uh, once I saw that No Man's Sky had a VR drop, and that's when I really started to think about, okay, I need to get a system so I could play No Man's Sky in VR because I think that would be great. It would be amazing because that's already a full game. Mm -hmm. Um, That's where it started. And then once I finally got it set up, and yeah, there's... It's really hard to put into words <laughs> when when you play No Man's Sky and you walk around the planet, the first, your starting planet. It's really hard to even nail down, like you said, in words, what it feels like because, it, I don't know, there's a whole feeling. It's just a feeling. You don't know what it is. But it's there's a vibe there. There's a feeling. And I remember when I first went into outer space after the first planet, I got into outer space. I went just in the middle of an asteroid field and just sat there and drifted for like a good five minutes. Just sat there. Uh, Never did that before. But when I was in VR, you just see the scale of everything. Like you understand how big things are. And when you're drifting with those rocks, it just, I don't know, there's something really odd, something really strange, a strange feeling, almost slightly emotional. I I know what you feel because
0: I can't explain it either, but it's something about the scale. It's something about the scaling that just gets you because Mm in that Vader VR experience, when you Mm -hmm. see Vader for the first time and he's towering over you and you're just kind of like, like you're almost in shock, almost like, it's, if, it's if, I was, if Vader was literally standing in front of me, it almost feels like he he is. I don't know. I mean, virtual reality—it's in the name VR—but it's yeah. But something like, about the scaling that just totally makes everything different that from a normal video game.
1: It does. Like when you understand how, t- I mean, because even some of the games will even scale you to your own height. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I don't know. It, it helps immerse you in the world because you're, you're your height. Do your build, and when you're just standing there, and yeah, Vader comes in and he's like seven feet tall or something crazy <laughs> <laughs> and just talking to you uh basically within feet from your face. It's just intimidating. Like when I played that game, that was the first time I had ever, ever been intimidated by a stormtrooper. Like stormtroopers yes. are fumbly characters, you know, they're they're easily beaten uh they they weren't that much of a threat they didn't look that scary even as a kid i was like these guys aren't scary at all darth vader was stormtroopers not so much you get in this game and when stormtroopers burst into your ship because you're just a freighter with no weapon i i felt terrified like i don't know why i felt terrified because all the stormtroopers were taller than you were first of all and they just got up on you they were a threat and I'd never seen them as a threat. And then that's when it felt real. There's something with your mind. Like when you put that headset on, your brain knows that it's a game. Mm-hmm. But what your eyes are feeding you through that headset, everything just becomes real to you. It's really strange to explore. It's a wild experience, yeah. Because I, I mean, talking- there's been times
0: where I was maybe uh what game was i playing i was playing super hot one time and that game is super pixelated not pixelated uh it's got a lot of polygons, polygons yeah you know it's very jagged it, the the textures aren't smooth out in any way shape or form but there are times where i'm playing that game and i i reach because i there's like a counter or something in front of me or a table or an object that, or i'm trying to get back up you know help myself get up and i fall back down because it's not really there. There's something about what your eyes are feeding you, even though your brain knows it's fake. There's just there's just this disconnect somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's a it's an odd thing. And like I was talking to you earlier today about uh, when I played episode two and had the uh, spoiler alert. There's a rancor in Vader Immortal episode two, and it's pretty much your antagonist through that entire episode. And there are times in that episode where I just wanted to take the headset off because like a rain kind of scared me as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, that was a pretty menacing little creature thing that got Luke, you know, it was mm-hmm. not a pretty, pretty creature. Uh, and seeing it in VR and it's in your face, there was a split second where I was, I almost just froze and just kind of took it off. I, like, I can't do this anymore because it was just, that that real and you yeah. have to i it too it was just i was like i i don't know i don't know how to like i stood there like at the very end i just stood there like i don't know how to beat this thing it's eating everybody <laughs> and i don't i don't know what to do <laughs> and it was like clearly prompting me to like use the force and stuff mm-hmm. but i was just sitting there in a panic like what what do i do what do i do so fight you know, yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's what the game was telling me <laughs> so but it's it's just super weird
0: super now, we- i remember this happened recently too uh not not i don't think it happened last weekend but maybe it was the weekend before that uh we decided to play tabletop simulator because i remember i'm like i was playing it with, with, with a bunch of friends and then like can you get donovan to play with us and i'm like you know what? It's VR capable, and that's always playing right in our VR game, so I might be able to convince him to join us, and that hilarity is. ensued after that, because I don't know I heard... what it looked like for you, but for us, because Tabletop Simulator has everyone's kind of like 2D icon, whatever your Steam icon is, mm-hmm. that's what is represented in the game, but for you, Donovan, because you had a VR headset, there was just yeah. this, this VR headset on top of the board games we were playing we could tell what you were looking at, where you were you were scaling yourself so if you would go really big or really small, we could see all that. From our point of view it was
1: hilarious. (laughs) That's good because the only thing I could see of you guys was like around the table, all I saw were your names and your profile picture like where you were sitting on the table and it was like on the table, like your names were on the table Mm -hmm. and when you guys would click on stuff, it was uh, like a finger pointer that was just sliding across the board. It didn't even lift up anywhere. It was just sliding across flat on the board. So that's, <laughs> that's what I saw. And I was just messing with the controls because I never played. So I was just seeing what I could do, what the controls were. But uh, I'm glad it was entertaining for you guys because I saw when you tweeted out uh, a screenshot of what it looked like. I thought, oh man, that must have been crazy because I was flying everywhere and doing all sorts of stuff.
0: (laughs) Yes, it was very weird because if if you were, I don't know how to explain it except if you were like over on top trying to like read a card or something, you were in the way so none of us could read it either. We're like, get out the way, Donovan, get out the way.
1: Yeah, I didn't even realize because I just thought that it was just some clear entity or something. I didn't realize that it was actually blocking, like it was, uh, it was it was blocking your view for the cards. I'm like, I can't read this stuff. I got, I got to make this bigger. <laughs> so yeah, I had, I had no idea, but man, that was that was kind of fun. Uh, it was it was fun for us as well, and I hope <laughs> we get to
0: uh, play it again. Hopefully, sometime soon, because uh, that was yeah, that was great. Are there any other games that are on your that you're hoping to maybe pick up soon or? maybe uh see how how maybe it works or they're any on your radar at the moment or are you just going to stick with what you have so far
1: uh there are a couple things on my radar one is of course half-life alex uh i after the whole vader immortal thing i don't know if i could do it i <laughs> uh, could do it yeah i've watched the entire playthrough uh on service arms his uh d's youtube channel on a uh, node. Uh, I watched this whole playthrough, and there are some sections where I just thought, I don't think I can do it because I know how real things look in VR and how mm-hmm. how they scale. Like, you feel how large things. I cannot stress enough. You feel, you see, you feel the scale of everything, and that makes all the difference. And I think that's what what the biggest thing about VR is just the scale. You understand how small you are and mm-hmm. how big everything else is. Now, going into that, if, you know, Half-Life Alex, there's a lot of things going on. They're just, I don't know if I could do it. There are a lot of uh, pitch-black sections, and I'm like, nope, I don't think I can do it uh, like this. It's That's just too much. But it's on my radar. Uh, there's one on the Oculus uh, Store. Now they can stream games off of that. Uh, it's called Something Horizons. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. It's on my wish list.
0: I really hope I can get Vox Machinae somehow to, to work through VR because it's something. It's a game that we reviewed and it was made for VR even though you can play it with a keyboard, mouse or controller or whatever but it was the made mech? for VR. Yeah, the mech game. Yeah, I'm I hoping kinda, I can I can play that in VR.
1: I, I kind of wanted to check it out. Uh, it's called From Other Suns. Okay. It's a sci-fi game where you are like a captain of a ship and you're transported away from earth and you're it's pretty cliche kind of story uh you're testing something out you go beyond the edges of space and now you have to find your way back to earth uh, in like is this it, alien world is it like a mix of like star
0: trek bridge commander and ftl like if they had a baby it's this game kind of thing
1: is exactly like that okay. and the thing is you walk around your ship and do stuff oh and so you have different ships and different ships have different layouts on mm-hmm. the ship. It's a rogue-like game. I want to s- no, it's not roguelike. It's roguelike. So if you if you die, then you start all over. Okay. Um, there are a couple of different characters and they're like all the lasers and weapons and things. Those I think they're like over hundreds or hundreds of the variations of weapons in there. Not just like your personal arms, but also like ship weapons and stuff. Cause so our ship battles and ship encounters, and there are missions that you do, and all of them, all of those things are like procedurally generated. So like you'll go board another ship and take out some pirates, or you know, robots, or some alien monster transports to your ship, and you have to take it out. So little things like that. But that's kind of. This sounds almost exactly
0: like FTL, just different.
1: Yeah, it's kind of kind of what it is, and that's been on my radar, but I hadn't bought it yet because. I wasn't sure if I was trying to figure out ways to stream uh, Oculus Rift games to the Quest, mm-hmm. but the feature wasn't available in the desktop VR. And I read that it was removed for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I think they just brought it back. And if it has been back, I hadn't realized, but.
0: It's on so your list, though.
1: It's on my list. Um, and then I have a couple of other uh DLC airplanes for IO2 that are on my list to uh to buy. Uh but that that's about it. I'm kind of sticking with what I have right now because H3VR sure. H3 is amazing. Uh I almost returned it after the first two days I I've, I've had it. And that was mostly because uh marksmanship in VR is not the same as mouse and keyboard marksmanship. <laughs> No, so, it's not. Yeah, so it it takes a lot of practice, and that's what I'll say. If you want to get HVVR, it does take practice, and you have to practice a lot. I mean, you saw me. Uh, if you watched the stream last Wednesday, um, that's like me thirty hours into the game, and that's the skill level I have. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure some people will learn faster, and some others maybe a little bit slower, but. It just takes a lot of practice, but if you can get through that initial curve, if you just go and just use different different things, use different weapons, go to the range. I mean, the range in itself, even though nothing's going on, it's a lot of fun. Just using everything, learning how everything works, and that's I think that's what the biggest draw of HPVR is because all everything works like you would expect them to in real life. Because this guy. Uh, Like goes out and fires the different weapons and takes a lot of good notes on how each one of them works. So when you get new or when you use stuff, everything feels different because it is a different weapon. But uh, it's just a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun. Never went to a range, so HDVR is a good way to get me to a range with expensive weapons that I don't have to pay for. (laughs) (laughs) so that's that's a really fun game once you learn how everything works oh my goodness it's such a blast Um, and yeah of course No Man's Sky that's my my other go to Uh, just the whole I mean it's it's just great I mean exploring stuff is way better in VR than it is when you do mouse and keyboard because you understand the scale of everything and everything is way more interesting in VR once you figure out the whole feeling of the thing like we talked about it just feels different. Uh, so exploring is actually a fun thing to do now instead of like a chore. <laughs> if, if you play No Man's Sky, you know what, what I'm talking about. Uh, but once you get in VR, it is super interesting. It is super great. Uh, just the exploration aspect on its own. Uh, Are there any games say,
0: you wish you could experience
1: uh, in VR at the moment, but can't because it's just not out? um yes so with all the stuff going on there's no like gonna sound really stupid (laughs) you're the vr man
0: right now so yeah it
1: it, it probably sounds super stupid but i was hoping that there was like some sort of um like anime experience like you know there's dragon ball z cowboy bebop uh outlaw star uh, just some of the classics. Uh, Gundam. The anime, yeah, Gundam that are really great. And I was thinking like, hey, since VR is kind of a thing, is there an anime experience where you're in the middle of the action with all the characters? Like you don't have to play anything or or do much, but mm-hmm. you're in that 3D space with them, doing the things with them or experiencing the things with them. And sad to say, that's not a thing yet. So you can't be like maybe oh, someday. I hope someday. I'm pretty sure it's catching on, so I hope so. But I mean, there are some anime things, but it's more like fan service stuff. And I'm like, I I don't want that. I want like to fly with Goku or something, and mm-hmm. basically just be in the episode with everybody uh, in a 3D. So space. you don't even want to. You don't even have to play uh, a Dragon Ball Z
0: game. which you're saying, you just want to experience that world as
1: as a spectator. Yeah, just as a simple spectator. Sure, it would be great if they would like interact with you, like talk to you. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to respond to anything. Mm-hmm. But even if they just acknowledge that you're there. I mean, that would be I don't know, that would top the list for me. Like with all these VR games that are out right now, if they had mm-hmm. some sort of anime experience where you're just in an episode with with your favorite characters and you just go on an adventure with them, and they acknowledge your presence every now and then, that would be, like, the, the ultimate experience for me. <laughs> and it sounds weird. But ever since I thought about, like, there's nothing like that right now, uh, it would just be really cool. So, I mean, again, once you understand the scale of everything, then you get to see, like, oh, that's how tall Goku is, or that's how menacing these attacks look. This is how great these attacks look, and how it is, and how great the fights are, you know? It mm-hmm. would just be really cool to kind of see something like that, but alas, maybe someday. Uh, yeah, maybe hey, any, someday. if there
0: are any developers out there that have any VR
1: experience, get on it! Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, I think that's that's really it. I was
0: gonna say. I mean, do for you, you have any maybe closing comments you you, you want to say, or anything else you want to see before we head out? Uh, yes. If you think okay. that
1: VR is a gimmick product, you are only half right. <laughs> uh, half right. The other half of it is it's totally not. It's actually really amazing. Uh, I've been on like the Against VR bandwagon for a while now, just silently. Like When friends would invite me over, like, hey, you want to play this thing in VR? I'm like, nah, I'm good. And I can attest
0: to that because, I mean, I went to a VR playground I'm like, Don, if you want to come with us. And you were like, "Ah, no, I'm good.
1: Yeah, I was like, I- I'm good. I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but yes, since experiencing a lot of these things, uh, it's actually no, it's no joke. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it, VR is no joke. It is better than what you think it is. And it's better than what people advertise that it is. It is way better. Uh, if you experience it for yourself, that is great. You you got to try it at least once with something that's not an experience. You know, try a fight sim, try like No Man's Sky, try HVR, try something like that. Uh, Bone Works—that's another popular one. Or there's a racing game. I can't remember what it's called, uh, but a lot of people seem to like it. You know, try those things, uh, like Beat Saber and. I uh, will say, Beat Saber and Robo Recall didn't quite do it for me, but once I got to do other stuff that I would look would have wanted to see, that's when I got hooked. So yeah, just give VR a try, even if, uh, like, you, if you can't, like, drop money on a Vive or Valve's VR platform that's coming up or has already released. I don't know yet. Uh, if you can't drop, you know, the thousand dollars on any of those things just try the quest because again, I'm streaming my quest games to, or my quest games. So I'm streaming my steam games to my quest and it works great. Um, so just, just try it out. Uh, and just it's try cheap it and it's cheap. Yeah. The quest, quest yeah. is pretty cheap. I and mean,
0: I know $400 isn't the, it's not like, <laughs> it's not like it's cheap. Like it's 20 bucks or something. I mean, you are going to be spending a good, good. charge.
1: It. It's it's a, decent sized buy-in yeah but what you're gonna get out of it is a lot and plus it's wireless like mm-hmm. i've played uh vr games with where you have to be wired up and you're always like you're constantly worried about that cord because if you're mm-hmm. turning around quickly and swinging your arms and stuff i mean i've done it a lot of other people have done it you've snagged the cable and stuff happens and you ruin the experience and the experience but uh that's that's the greatest thing is playing you're playing like triple A quality games that you can't get on the quest natively and you're doing that wirelessly. It is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Uh the battery life also too is actually quite surprising. It lasts about a couple hours. Uh, if you're just playing straight for a couple of hours, and it does like suggest to take like breaks every 30 minutes, especially if you're not used to it. Because uh when I first used it. Like after about thirty minutes, I started to get a headache and had to had to stop for a little bit. And it took me a while to kind of get used to movement in VR. Uh, if you're motion sick, uh, it might not be the best for you, but I, I give it a try anyway. You might be surprised if you can handle it. Um, but yeah, that gets a little while while to get used to. But the battery life is is pretty decent for for the experience you get. Like a couple hours, like I said, probably probably about a switch. Running, yeah like breath of the wild kind of thing yeah an undock switch running breath of the wild you're gonna get a pretty pretty nice full session out of that um all right yeah go ahead just try it uh also too uh there is i will say now because i'm i feel like i'm talking up the quest quite a bit and i am because <laughs> it is that great it is that great uh but i will say just like a short little like disclaimer um the The graphical quality inside the Quest may not be, even though you're streaming it from your computer, uh, may not look the sharpest as you may have wanted to, but that's, again, that's because uh, the Quest, the headset is a little bit lower resolution than, uh, like, a Rift or a Vive. So you're not going to get, uh, like, the sharpest 4K experience. However, comma, you will get, I mean, you're not going to notice. Bottom line, you're hardly gonna notice uh, because you're experiencing everything. It looks great anyway.
0: I was and gonna like, say, I thought everything looked great
1: myself. It's it's pretty great. Now I will say, if you like, <laughs> the funny thing, like if you get Robo Recall unplugged on the Quest and then play Robo Recall, uh, streaming it from your Oculus Store onto your Quest, uh, there is a noticeable graphical difference because the one for the, the quest, uh, the Rift, Robo Recall for the Rift. Yeah, you can you can tell. There's there's a huge difference. So native, but does native... it ruin the experience though? Ah, uh, no. I will say because uh, I played the Rift version of Robo Recall and I've played the Quest version of Robo Recall. Uh, there was a there was a disappointment in the Quest version. Now, if I had never okay. played the Rift version and just played the Quest. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would be would never tell, really. Because <laughs> like the, the only difference is you have slightly higher resolution uh, textures and graphics and you have sparks when things blow up. That's literally the only difference.
0: <laughs> oh, So I mean, so the difference between say medium detail and a high detail uh, game kind of thing, pretty much pretty much
1: noticeable, but probably doesn't ruin the experience. Yeah, it doesn't ruin really the experience, but you you notice. And if you're one of those people who are real nitpicky, I mean, it's gonna kill it for you. But again, you can still stream the better version from the Quest or the Oculus Rift Store or whatever the Oculus Store app. <laughs> so that's cool. And also, too, uh, yeah, uh, DCS. If you like Flight Sims, yeah, yeah. Uh, that one's even free. So even if you don't want to invest in IL Two download DCS, you get a couple of free airplanes, try that out, and you will understand what's going on really quick. Even though it takes forever to load, you'll understand.
0: It's not out yet, but I think uh, Microsoft Flight
1: Sim might be VR-capable on PC, but I'm not sure. But it's also not out yet. I heard that it is going to be VR-capable. And I will tell you, once that game drops, that's going to be the, I'm going to say the flight sim game to get i mean just 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 looking at it it's looking at it you can just you just tell just looking at it um now i I don't know if it's gonna have like all the controls as like dcs or something like that if everything's gonna work like that i doubt it i doubt it but i've heard the
0: vr is insane in that game just from the few people that have gotten to play it at certain events and stuff
1: yeah i can imagine I can imagine cuz even DCS cuz I have to run for the for me to run in VR the DCS series I have to run it at like medium detail cuz there's just too much going on. But mm. uh, even then it looks I mean it's mind blowing. Game changer, mind blowing. It is crazy. Like I can't play can't play fight sims anymore with the track IR. It? it it ruins it. Like HVVR uh, VR ruin shooters for me uh because you have all the functionality and you have the depth of everything and you have like actual marksmanship (laughs) and all the flight sims that i played in vr ruins flight sims for track ir and for playing it you know just mouse and keyboard or joystick and your monitor it ruins it because you have a much deeper experience in vr it's like uh, il2 i I almost cried a little bit flying in that game. Uh, And that's because I've, I've sat in those cockpits before. Like Mm -hmm. when planes come around on tours to our local airports, I'll always try to talk to the pilot and see if I can sit in the cockpit of all these historical aircraft. And I've sat in quite a few. And when I sat in it in VR, it was exactly how I remembered sitting in some of those cockpits. Like, it, it is exactly to scale like it looks I it's very hard to explain it just everything looks like it should and so and i've never flown in them i've never flown in those planes because i never had the money to right right <laughs> but now <laughs> you'll really that shot yeah it, and now that i was able to do it and have control over it 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 was very emotional for me because like i'm never going to be able to do this in real life i'm just going to be honest never going to be able to fly like a p51 in real life. It's just too expensive to do. Uh, but getting in VR and firing it up, I can do it at my leisure. And it's it's emotional every single time because I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do this, but man, does it look great. <laughs> it looks amazing. Well, Donovan,
0: thank you for, for joining us. I'm sure you will get another chance to talk about VR in the future because uh, indie devs are also looking um, at vr such as h3 vr it's made by one guy so i'm sure we'll have you on again to uh to review some of these games that are now in vr then by indie devs
1: not just the AAA boys are doing it anymore yeah and i will say uh we should probably try and get anton on the show a guy who develops h3 vr we love to talk to him have him on the show so maybe a slight shout out uh, to anton. anton if
0: you're listening and, and we will also uh try very hard in the background
1: to get you on the show yeah, we'll try real hard to get, get you on the show. Grab an interview. Just talk about your experience developing a game for VR. I mean, sure, you have all the devlogs and stuff, but I mean, it's just, it's just fun it's to talk about. Some just it's just fun to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Want yeah, to talk about some video games.
0: All right, Donovan. It's been real, and I can't wait to talk to you again real soon on the show because I, I, I talk to you every day anyway outside of the show. Yeah, right. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as always, have a rad day.
1: Have a rad day, guys. And check me out uh, tomorrow, Wednesday evening, if it, if it gets out in time. Uh, on Wednesdays, I'll be streaming HGVR in VR and <laughs> VR.